What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Welcome to another episode of The Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. I got to say that sometimes we have weeks where we just have a bunch of new podcast content for you folks, and this week is no different. Earlier this week, I shared interviews with Bassam Tariq, the director of Mogul Mowgli, and Amy Ryan, one of the stars of the new Netflix film Worth. Then we followed that up with a long discussion episode of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And now I'm back with a fourth episode with more Shang-Chi content as I got a chance to speak with filmmaker Dustin Daniel Cretton. Destin Daniel Cretton is the director of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's the new Marvel Studios superhero epic that introduces the title character, the MCU, and puts him firmly in the same world as the Avengers, with maybe some familiar faces showing up during the film. No spoilers. But Cretton isn't known for his blockbuster superhero films. Prior to Shang-Chi, he was best known for helming films such as the great indie drama Short Term 12, which gets a mention in the interview, The Glass Castle, and last year's Just Mercy. And in the interview, we talk about what it's like making the jump from indie films and dramatic features to big superhero blockbusters. He also dispels any myths people might have about Marvel Studios taking young directors and putting them through the ringer. And of course, we talk about Shang-Chi and what Cretton hopes is the message people get from the film. But before I get to the interview, I got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes Be Real, The Fourth Wall, Deep Focus, and more. And if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay, with that out of the way, I'm going to get to my interview with Destin Daniel Cretton, the filmmaker behind Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. One thing, though, in the interview, there is a moment of brief audio interruption. Gotta love Zoom. But I think it doesn't take away from the overall interview, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And since this is a shorter interview than some, you can listen to this and then immediately start up the episode I previously mentioned where we talk about Shang-Chi in detail, and we're joined by Jeff Zhang of Strange Harbors to discuss the film. We get through spoilers and non-spoilers, so there are moments where you can listen without having seen the movie. Uh, But if you have seen the movie, you can get really into the nitty-gritty with us. Now, without any further ado, here's my interview with Cretton. Enjoy. Uh, You previously mentioned recently uh, in a in an interview that Ryan Coogler helped kind of uh, helped you accept this this role as director in the MCU by giving you a bit of advice. So I'm curious now. You're removed from the movie. You've finished it. You've you've had this experience to reflect on. Um, what is it like being a blockbuster filmmaker? Was it were the nerves uh, something that were you know that you were right about, or was it great? It was it was actually surprisingly. Um, great and fulfilling and fun. I think those adjectives far outweighed the stress that I thought I was going to be jumping into. Um, the yeah, I don't know. The the thing that that you often feel as a director is isolation. You often feel like the 
entire weight of the project is on your shoulders. Um, I, I found the, the environment working with this studio and the team that we put together to really uh, counteract that, the, those emotions. And, and I just felt like I was constantly a part of a, a team that was always working towards a common goal. And it, it, it was, it was really fun. I loved, I loved all the people I was working with. That's great. So along those lines, uh, what was the biggest challenge uh, for making this movie? And were there any challenges maybe that surprised you that you weren't anticipating? I mean, the, the biggest challenge for me was all the things I've never done before. I've, I, I've never done big action. I've never worked with giant special effects. Um, and the short term 12 didn't really have that huge third act <laughs> epic battle, huh? <laughs> um, no, and we, we didn't, I don't, yeah, short term 12 didn't use a single blue screen. So I, <laughs> um, but what I, I, I guess the surprise was connected to that. What I, what, what was surprising was, um, how, how fun those parts were, um, how, collaborative the the team was who were working on those those sections it was like working with chris townsend who's who's our vfx supervisor has been working with marvel since the very beginning um he, he couldn't be a more collaborative team member and it was like i i had this this professional professor standing next to me just teaching me what what's possible and then Help, helping me implement that. And the same with Brad Allen and his incredible stunt team. It was, they, I couldn't have asked for a, a more collaborative partner to make these things happen. Um, the other surprise was that, that the constant reminders I was getting from the studio that Marvel movies don't only hinge on action and giant spectacle they also hinge on drama they also hinge on character development and relationships and intimacy so making sure that we were capturing all of that was um was really a, an equal equal part as of, of the big spectacle moments that that segues into my next question because you said it the, these movies are kind of known as as marvel action movies you know they they sort of have to be epic right but the Shang-Chi has quite a bit of, of heart and emotion and spirit and I, I'm curious as the filmmaker what do you think is the the heart of this movie is it is it a, an actor a theme you know what is it that you hope people take away from this other than the kung fu I hope that people connect with the journey of Shang-Chi I, I think Shang-Chi's journey as a superhero is um one that is uh you know he he's not he's not splashed with a chemical or or bitten by a by an insect to get his superpower he it is a journey throughout this movie of learning to look into his painful past and redefine what he considers his weakness what he considers all the things that he's running from if when he learns to redefine them and see them in, in a different way that becomes a superpower and the source of, of stepping into the, these, you know, bigger than life shoes. And I think that's a, that's a theme that I really relate to. It's something that I like try to try to do every day. Um, I, it's something that I hope to instill into my kids that 
I think we all have insecurities. We've all been bullied. We all have these, these moments in life where we feel like nothing and we feel really small. Um, and it is, I think as we grow older, some of us start to learn that it's those same painful moments when we can look at them and embrace them, we, we can become pretty invincible. And there, that, that's a theme that I, I really relate to. That's awesome. So I want to talk uh, just briefly about the release strategy for this, because there's been a lot of talk recently about how Marvel or Disney, I should say, has, has decided to release this in theaters exclusively. <laughs> um, so that's that's a move that a lot of people who are fans of films are, are excited about, you know, going being forced to the movies. But sure. I'm curious what you think about all this. And then, you know, that that term interesting experiment gets thrown around. But like, you know, <laughs> what what do you think as the filmmaker? Are you happy that this is getting released this way? Are you bummed about the COVID of it all? How, where, where do you stand on this? Well, nobody is excited about the COVID of it all. It's a bummer for, I think, everybody involved. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as a as a filmmaker, the theater is the place that we make our movies that, to, to be seen. That this, a space where, I mean, that's the, that's the magical space that we all grew up in. And that's the place to watch this movie, if you can, safely. You know, there, yes, it, it also sucks that there's a reality that we're all dealing with right now. Um, but I, as a filmmaker, I'm really happy that, that we, that people who want to watch it in a theater have their moment to watch it, to watch it the way that we intended to see it. Um, And then in 45 days, I guess you can watch it however you want. (laughs) (laughs) So, so ultimately you're excited by the idea that, you know, Marvel and Disney gave you this exclusive window. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know that it's something that Kevin has fought for, for all, all of his movies in it. I know you really can't answer this question, but I got to do my job and ask. You've, you've made one Marvel movie. You seem to have enjoyed it. If Marvel comes calling again, maybe they already have. Would, is that a phone call you're ready to pick up? Are you ready to jump back into this? Yeah. You know, a very creatively fulfilling time. I'd love to work with them again. Because you said you're worried about having to cave to the big studio. Um, you don't feel like you ever had that moment during this, uh, even if it was something minor? No, weirdly, no. I mean, it's like, uh, I think everybody has, has this idea. I mean, I definitely did. From an, outside, from an outside perspective, it's easy to think that, you know, these young, fresh voices are good, are being pulled in by the big bad studio and and just manipulated into making the movie the studio wants um but when you when you watch the the movies closely that that do come from marvel studios they're all very different um and they they're they all really hold the stamp of the directors who are who are helming them um it, it's an incredibly collaborative process. There isn't any um, godlike president who says, F you, do it my way or get out. <laughs> Everything is a discussion. And it, it really is a, a constant dialogue of ideas trying to find the best version of the movie 
for the fans, for for us as filmmakers who are fans of the movie. It's a it's just a constant open fight to make the movie as best as uh, as it can, and the best idea continues to rise to the top. Um, and I found it to be pretty exhilarating. That's fantastic. Great. So uh, thanks for speaking with me. It's awesome. And uh, I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. It's, it's much more epic than I thought it was. But, but oh, thank, thank you, you. For, for speaking with me. Yeah, thanks, Charles. Uh...